You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. If anyone ever called your love of horses a phase, send them a link to this episode of Barn Stories. Welcome to the Barn Stories podcast. I'm Lori Prince, editor of Equus Magazine. And I'm managing editor Christine Barakat. This podcast features our favorite essays and articles published in Equus over the past 40 years. Although Equus is known for articles on horse care and veterinary research, our editorial mission has always been guided by the bond that exists between horses and people. And each issue has featured a real-life story that celebrates how horses enrich our lives and touch our hearts. We've searched our archives, chosen the stories that resonated with our readers, and given them new life in this audio format. Longtime subscribers may recognize some of their favorite pieces. And if you're new to the Equus community, these stories will confirm that no matter what sort of saddle you sit in, a deep emotional connection to horses is something we all share. The essay in this episode is short but powerful. In it, author Eliza McGraw, a longtime contributor and friend of Equus, lays out the fundamental truths about what it means to really love horses. How horses aren't a phase of childhood, but a source of valuable life lessons and growth when we are young. And how the role of horses in your life may change as you grow older, but they remain a source of comfort you can return to again and again. If you're listening to this podcast, she's talking about you. Christine and I find this essay particularly poignant because it features Eliza's mare, Sugar. Sugar was a quirky but sweet horse who popped up so often in True Tales back pages and features over the years that we felt like we knew her. And when she died early last year at the age of 30, it was almost like losing one of our own horses. It made me smile to hear her name again. Let's listen to Quality Time, written by Eliza McGraw and read by Taylor Autumn. Horse people tend to agree on the big stuff. Plenty of hay, sunshine, and water for all. Take care of your tack, mend fences. After that, people get a little more particular. One person insists that bridles must be hung with reins draped in a figure eight. Another shudders at the sight of a shaggy mane. My pet peeve is a little different because it mainly comes up when I'm away from the barn. But it's something that I hear fairly frequently, especially among the non-horsey parents with whom I spend a lot of time. Here it is. I really dislike when people talk about kids, young girls in particular, going through a horse phase. Why is a love for horses seen as a phase instead of as a genuine passion or even as a valuable period of personal growth? The emphasis is on the transience, I think, and that's what gets to me. It's as if these parents believe that loving horses is an inconvenient developmental stage and that their daughters will return to their senses eventually. I'd like to reframe this idea. This episode of Barn Stories is brought to you by El Encanto Resort in Costa Rica. Our cherished horses are more than a mere activity on a list. We are a bustling horse ranch with more than 50 of the finest Costa Rican bred horses and the heart of our sister property, the El Lugar Resort in Costa Rica. We create an adventure for you and your unique talent, abilities, and desires. What would make this the most beautiful experience of your life? We'd love to know. Learn more at www.elencanto.cr. I think that when kids fall in love with horses, they're actually seeing the world around them in a new way. Whether it's a summer spent with a friend who has a horse, 
or three years of riding lessons. These experiences with horses are important. My own two children never went through any phase. They take horses for granted because they've always been around them. But neither ever begged for their own pony or riding lessons or extra trips to the barn. They've enjoyed our family horses, my horses, really. And they've internalized the sacrifice and joy that horses bring. They're high schoolers now. Both can ride, and they are excellent animal guardians. But I can't point to a time in either of their lives when they were particularly besotted with horses, just as I can't think of a time when I wasn't. The only way I can reconcile the idea of a horse phase is to think of it this way. Some people love horses in a cyclic way, like the phases of the moon. Sometimes I'm at the barn to see my 26-year-old paint mare, Sugar, when a woman who rode as a child will show up to visit her friend's horse. The woman enjoys simply being around a barn again, and she often stops at the store on the way out to buy some carrots or an apple to share with the horses. This is a person who is drawn back to horses. Sugar is currently half-leased right now to a grandmother who takes her on long trail rides. She uses my mare to teach her young grandchild about horses, too. Sugar helps each of them with very different phases of their own cycles. Any child who is lucky enough to spend real time with horses gains empathy and that all-important sensation of being around something bigger than herself, literally and symbolically. Horses teach children about fear and humility. They see how something big and strong can shake at the sight of a skittering paper bag. Horses teach children about power and introduce them to the exhilarating feeling that comes from controlling an animal with enormous physical potential. And horses teach children about the beauty inherent in life's rhythms, both when they are riding and while they're doing the routines of horsekeeping. So please, humor me. Help me convince people not to describe the time children spend with horses as a phase. Because experience with horses isn't something you go through. Whether it lasts for weeks, months, or decades, it provides you with lessons that stay with you for life. Thanks for listening to Barn Stories. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a favorite article or essay from the Equus Archives that you'd like us to feature in a future podcast, let us know. You can reach us at equusbarnstories, all one word, at gmail.com. Did you enjoy this episode of Barn Stories? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. The Barn Stories podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.